Welcome to week three of the Chopping Beef Show college football debauchery show. Starring me, I say starring Casey the Beef Cregan. Joined this week again by the cast of cronies JJ, Jeff, Justin down in Tampa, Florida, and Zach Locks Parker in Savannah, Georgia. This is week three of the college football debauchery show. On this week's episode, the usual banter should be expected by the three boys. We're also going to have jump into some segments. We're going to recap week two, as we always do the week before. We're going to recap a little bit about that. We're going to also do a little thing we're calling coolest thing from week two. A couple things that we saw out there that were pretty cool, so we like them. We're going to talk about them, get into them a little bit. Of course, we're going to keep the segment of overreaction of the week. Rai Rai's in with his boo of the week. Lox has his picks. We got some leftover stories maybe from the week that was in week two. And then we're going to discuss a little bit about week three. Only one ranked versus ranked game this weekend. Enjoy the show. We'll be with you shortly. It is the Chopping Beef Show. College football debauchery week three. We always enter the show kind of on, on <laughs> uh, the problem is we get to see each other, but we always enter in something, you know, something weird and fun. And, you know, so this week we were talking about the fact that JJ's wearing a Tennessee hat for us tonight. Let's just get right into it. Screw it. None of this opening banter nonsense, I guess, for now. So our, both our fans might be pissed at us. But while we're, while we're talking about Tennessee, we'll skip – over the Clemson uh, news, as we always seem to. And Tennessee losing to BYU week two. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say. Just. I'm wearing this hat because I feel sorry for orphans, puppies, and now the Tennessee volunteer. <laughs> Did anybody see anything? Was it on television? Yes, I watched it. I watched it. I, didn't I watched see it too. Oh. oh, it was... It was it, awful. It is, they had the was, game yeah. one. They yeah. had the game one, and BYU had to like march down the field to. I, uh, I think it was a field goal, but they may have had to score a touchdown, and they snatch, did. Snatch defeat in the jaws of victory. And then o- <laughs> overtime was just. I mean, it wasn't even. It, it wasn't even a game. It was. Oh my goodness! Poor Tennessee. And watching that game with an Alabama fan. Oh, I bet. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand the hatred for them that Alabama hand, Alabama fans have for Tennessee, but good God, it is. Yeah. It's border yeah, I mean, state. It's, it's border well, state. It, really, it, it really is with you all with South Carolina, you know, Clemson, South Carolina, but yeah, I mean, you, you kill them. I mean, you're an Alabama guy. You kill them every year. It doesn't matter. Why? Why? Like you said, it's like it's like beating on a puppy and laughing at the same time. It's like, <laughs> how, how can you do that? You know. Shout out to Rich Valentine there, our, our Alabama friend there in in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And fantastic host, by the way. What a man cave down there! Wow. Oh, he's impressive. The, the dude lives it. Yeah. He has an official world heavyweight championship wrestling belt for his <laughs> Alabama. It's unbelievable, man. It's so fantastic. 
Uh, they are good people up there, no question about that. And a good Alabama fan. He'll rip you. He'll rip you apart a little bit, but he'll also tip your cap, and we we like that, especially uh, yeah. some of these people I see on the tweeter box. Good. Now, I'll tell you this. He was not a happy camper on Sunday for the other football league. That sure, yeah, you can you can mention it. You know, we're, we're, we're a college football-centric show, but you can mention the fact that you went to Kansas City, Jacksonville this week, you being a Kansas City Chiefs diehard. And, and uh, the Rich Valentine's Day to a club ticket, very nice, great. But uh, as happy as Rich was on Saturday night, he was definitely <laughs> civil on Sunday. There was nine personalities, and all of them weren't good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was like, wow. Speaking of shout-outs, I like where we're going early on with this, and Rich Valentine, of course, deserves the first one. But one thing we've kind of been missing these first couple weeks, and I keep getting reminded, I think it's because we, start, we started uh, recording a little day early than what we were used to last year. But we'd be remiss if we don't uh, – who's barking? We'd be remiss if we don't um, mention the Bluefield Beavers. The Bluefield Beavers, yes. What's the update on the Bluefield Beavers? They are 2-0. and They got a game tomorrow. They cross state lines tomorrow. We got dogs. Who cares? You know? We're, we're, we're... I thought South Carolina cheerleaders. Yeah, uh, oh. I know. I know they're two and zero. They had a like a three star, a four star, or five star kid getting a lot of love that got hurt last week, broke his ankle. But we got to give a, a definitely another shout out to Eddie Lockett over there in West Virginia. He's a diehard Bluefield Beavers fan. If you're not friends with him on Facebook, friend him on Facebook just so you can get updates. They are awesome. Oh, Moonshine Eddie is fantastic. Friday. He's a good follow on Friday. He's definitely a good follow, and he's got some usual some jokes, you know, going during the week. So, shout out to Eddie Lockett out there in in, uh, Bluefield, West Virginia, as well. Let's get back. Go ahead. Real quick, just real quick, the stash from last year, Washington State, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. He actually played in that Jacksonville, Kansas City game, and he looked good. He looked pretty solid replacing. Nick Foles, so the stash might be growing a little bit thicker in Jacksonville. That was that, that was pretty cool. Uh, was there was there a facial hair sighting though after the game and in, in post game? Uh, no, no, uh, no, there wasn't. <laughs> First, it was 110 degrees and yeah. it was it was literally all hot, hell out of hell. So that's it. Gardner Minshew last year talked about playing yeah, a lot. we talked about him a lot. I wish he was a friend of the show. We tried, but you know, he is the quietly. Quietly, <laughs> quietly. Um, no, I don't want to update. He's not studying that tough Jacksonville playbook. So. Speaking of tough pl- Jacksonville playbooks, Clemson lost their streak on Saturday. 11 straight games winning by 20 points, and that includes the national championship. There's my rip to Rich Valentine. That includes <laughs> the and the semifinal. <laughs> He just turned it off. Um, but, no, that, that was uh, the longest streak, the longest active streak, obviously, and only longer streak was uh, Alabama. Who knew? to them. But because Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M decided that he needed to cover the spread, uh, I know, Locks is pumping fists right now. That but... was the sickest backdoor cover. I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs> Six seconds that, left. I, that's I mean, what she I was... said. I'm about to shut it off, and I was like, wait a second. They're marching down the field, everyone. Here we go. Let's do this. Bam. Cover. 
Look. Dabo's kid was playing safety. I mean, like, who knew? I was playing out there playing nose tackle. Like, that's who. And, but Jimbo called the timeout with 10 seconds left to backdoor <laughs> cover this thing. Anyway, so it ruined the streak, the longest streak. And if I had gotten 12, I think it was going to tie the longest ever. But uh, I know Jeff said earlier. Jeff, who's Jeff? JJ said earlier that, uh, you know, all streaks come to an end. But. It was a nice streak while it lasted, and quite honestly, I didn't even know about it until Tim Beret, the sports information savant of Clemson, pointed it out on their broadcast. It's a nice streak. It's, it's a good streak. You can't you can't deny a football team that exercises like that and just puts it on the field. Yeah, you know? he's playing eighty five guys a game, and so that's our Clemson story of the week. We'll move forward. How about along the same lines? We should have probably I should have probably prepared a little bit better than this when we were talking about Tennessee another major uh, disappointment is Florida State Florida State's getting a lot of pub this week they had a really 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 tough time with Louisiana Monroe who Alabama fans should remember that name as well sorry was that too soon I know it was like 08 09 or something like that they don't remember (laughs) anything past 10 years ago don't worry it'll it'll be the cover photo of this week's episode I'll make sure they remember (laughs) <laughs> Do we have any Alabama fans that listen? To Just see one. It? Just one. Okay. Maybe. Good, good. Uh, but Florida State. What the? What the? What? What the? Uh, what? Oh, it's so bad down there right now. It's it's got to be awful. Oh God. It's we've we've never seen this. No. That's just that's just the fact, you know. Unless you remember the mid seventies, which I can say I really don't either. No one's ever seen this. Yeah, they've got, they've got Virginia State. this week, too. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs going to Virginia. Virginia ranked at 25 now. Are they just going to get throttled by five touchdowns? It, or? This is one of those things. Not Virginia's offense, but they could get beat. This I is mean, those things that – this is one of those games that watch – I'm not saying it's going to happen, but watch Florida State throw a 50-burger up there and yeah. beat, beat – Virginia. I, this is why they're so. We don't. We haven't seen that side of it, but they're due for a game like that because there's no way those kids are that talented. And Willie, I'm sorry, Willie Taggart is not that bad of a football coach. And for them to be, I mean, it is lackadaisical. They look bad on defense. Straight bad on defense. Um, go ahead. So okay, tell me if this is fake. It may have been. Did y'all see the the memes of the guy lining up? From Florida State, the wrong direction. Yeah, hold on. Hold on, hold on, because that was actually how he was set up. Okay. They they motioned out of it, so it it was like it was to it was to take focus, I think. But that meme was all over the place. But if you watch the actual play, if you actually watch the actual play, he did line up that way, facing the wrong way. Then James Blackman did something with his arms. And he turned around and ran across in motion. So, like, there was it was just one of those hokey things, I think. But yeah, that was awesome. If you're Florida State, yeah, I wish it was real. I like, I mean, it was real, but I wish it was like he actually was lined up that way. And then when they snapped it, and it was like, well, wait, oh, I'm all going the wrong. But it wasn't, unfortunately. If you're Florida State, though, and you have two embarrassing games, don't you want to get the fundamentals down first before you try to do anything gimmick? Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Which is why that was so funny too. It's yeah. like, and it was believable. Guy, uh, you're not good enough to be gimmicky yet. You right. know, unless you want to play high school teams, feel free. But let's run a sweep, a yeah. dive play, especially. You know, like- 
They have one of the best running backs in the country that's getting zero love because he's gotten no help. That Cam Akers kid is yeah as good as they come. He's got this much help, zero. Got zero. It's I, like I said, I think everyone in the country is just kind of still in shock by this. And then the rumors that Jimbo uh, Jim Levitt's coming in to clean up that you know that defense, which he's really good at doing. If he doesn't beat a kid, he's great. Well, allegedly, I don't. If he goes to the Florida State staff, I don't think he he could beat anybody. He turned his his last day. He turned whoever he was with, like from South Florida. Yeah, was that okay? To like thirty second or something like that. I don't even know what the exact numbers yeah, are, but, but huge. He got USF to number two. Okay. He yeah. he takes the San Francisco 49ers linebacker job because he got fired them. at USF for yes putting yes a kid allegedly in. beating a kid or hitting a kid. Not, not he, he, concussion he put him in he like did. yeah. He did. There's no allegedly. He did. Uh, makes the San Francisco 49ers linebacking crew just monsters. And I think he went a couple other places, but now he's he's back in the state of Florida. Man, what a fiasco! Oh, it is. It, it's an absolute fiasco. I mean, it's it's still obviously an extension of the coach not having his recruits in, but these are still good athletes at Florida State. That I just I, they're not buying in. Is that what's going on? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure I don't they. Know. Jimbo didn't leave, and that was the big talk when Jimbo Fisher left Florida State, was he didn't leave the cupboard bare, and it was a lateral move for him to go right. to Florida State to Absolutely. Texas A&M. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but it was funny because I turned on the ACC network looking for North Carolina and Miami because I wanted to see if North Carolina was real, yeah. and that quarterback's pretty fun to watch, to be honest with you. And Florida State was still on, so I know J- J.J. and I were texting back and forth because he wasn't watching it. Uh, but I'm like, they're about to lose, and the poor kid from Louisiana Monroe misses a, a chip shot or yeah. extra point, and they lose the game. But they very easily could have won that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! It goes into overtime. It's anyone's game. Well, the kid really? hit a bomb or something to tie the game up, and all he had yeah. to do now was an extra point. And he missed. Uh, it was. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, it was such a bad ending. You know, it's like one of those yeah. you watch a movie and then you get a crappy ending. That's how I felt. Yeah, it's like in the Sopranos. It's yeah. like, what just happened? You know? Yeah. And in the same in the same vein of the Sopranos, how about the scare Army gave to Michigan on Saturday as well? I think someone here called that, but I, I don't know who. Uh, yeah. Dude, I, I saw that from the beginning when, what was it, the first quarter, maybe second quarter, they go for the fake field goal or fake punt? No, the fake punt. I was like, punt. whoa, Michigan, that's a little early for this, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it was an uphill battle from there, man. They just ran them down. They threw the ball, what, six times? Yeah, maybe. Army? maybe. Yeah. Six times, and they just ran it down their throat. Well, that leads the, to the question, is Michigan for real? Do we know anything about Michigan week two? I know it's week two. We're not to I, our overreaction yet. but do, uh, do, uh, Go ahead, Locks. I mean, you, I, you, hey, you get I, I think, okay, so that's a bit of a trap game. They're off this week, and then they got Wisconsin coming up next week. So Yeah, look ahead game. Maybe a little bit, but, again, when they scheduled that game what, six years ago, that's just playing a service academy. Well, here comes Army. They're really a decent team. So they probably didn't take them as serious as they should have. I think Michigan is a decent team. Again, I've said this the first 
podcast we had that I think they could make the playoff with the way their schedule sets up. But they better have some serious practice time this, these two weeks and, and come out against Wisconsin and, and try and get public opinion back on their side, you know, because it didn't look real good. They, they should probably have not won that game in their own house. Well, that was a missed field goal too, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was a gift. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I don't – I'm with you guys. This is kind of puzzling with all the press Michigan got this mm-hmm. preseason. Um, I think I think Ohio State kills them right now. Right now. I think yeah. Ohio State puts them to the woodshed again. Yep. At, at yep. this point, week two, obviously, that's what we're talking about because that's all we have to go on. There's no question about that. No question. Yeah. Woodshed, no question. Yeah. 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 It's, OSU uh, is on hitting on all cylinders. Justin Fields looks like the real deal right now. I know he hasn't played against a lot, but wow. And I think Wisconsin has enough to beat him with that running back they have. True. Yeah. You and know, Ohio this, State this will see Indiana. Pound and, pound and, the, and Wisconsin can take it away. Mm-hmm. Ohio State will see Indiana this week. They'll go on a true road game. Oh, Indiana's 2 and 2 You never know. Ohio State's always ripe for a loss somewhere like that, but uh, maybe not. Maybe not this week. Not this week. A nooner. A nooner. That's a that's a that's a go with the over game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, speaking of overs, I love my segues. Is this show over? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> we're on, we're on number one e. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good. We're only sixteen minutes in, so we'll see. Uh, but. Speaking of overs, like I was saying, LSU has an offense. Do they have yep. an offense? Uh, they are the talk of the town. We may be getting ahead of ourselves here with maybe getting to our overreaction of the week. Screw it. Let's do it right now. Our overreaction of the week. LSU, are they for real? Yes! Joe Burrow for Heisman. There it is. There Burrow, it is. Joe Burrow for Heisman. Joe Burrow. Jalen's front, gone. Front Joe runner. Burrow's Heisman. Who? Jalen who? Jalen who? Jalen exactly. who? I didn't say that really. It's it, it, Yeah. Joe Burrows. He He's lit it up. Today. He's in the SEC. Joe Burrows Heisman. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, he is the talk this week. He was on every show talking to somebody this week. He is he is the man. Uh, I think to next, a who? To a who? Yeah. Jalen who? Jalen who? I think yeah. next week we need to get we need to get Coach O back on. I, I got to make a phone call see if we can get Coach O back. Yeah, get your people on that. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. You need to get Coach O back. But here's the thing about LSU, too, and this is something everyone was blowing up, especially the SEC talking heads. They were blowing up Joe Burrow. They were blowing up LSU. They were saying, you know, LSU scores 40 points against Texas. Is it LSU has an offense now, or is it still the Big 12 defenses not being able to stop anybody, or is it some mixture between the two? I say the two. Mixture? I think it's a mixture. I think LSU's offense has improved, and I think you're still looking at Big 12 defense. Yeah, I'm leaning more toward a Big 12 defense because I haven't seen a Big 12 defense yet, honestly. Name me one. Well, I mean, Texas usually has one, and they usually have one at home. They were. And it was a big pumped game, but LSU, man, I was like, oof. The missed tackles again, and we talked about. Yeah, they don't. Was, they don't. Oh yeah, they were hit. avoiding guys left and right. And I was like, Eee. They just hit each other with their shoulder pads. There's no wrap up ever with any big 
Big 12 game, which I love when Big 12 plays Big 12. It's 100 to 99 usually the score, but it's kind of sad to see when they play out of conference. My God. Have you noticed, I mean, and you said this perfectly, have you noticed where kids are trying to tackle like the NFL? They're more going just after the ball and settling, just get the guy down. Yep, yep. It's like uh, he just took the guy an extra five, six yards because he didn't let go of the ball, and he just kept running. It's not sexy if you just actually wrap up. Old school style, you know, fundamentally. Yeah, yeah. What's what's fundamental, you know? Right. So yeah, well, it was. I think, I think it's combo, combo. Here, both. here is a question too. I mean, once again, LSU had their receivers running wide open. So I feel like a broken record. I know I sound like one when I'm talking about Oklahoma. Watching Oklahoma play, how those receivers always seem to have five, ten, fifteen yards between them and the nearest defender. I felt like LSU was doing the same thing. So there was a piece of me that was like, it's still Big 12 defense, but all the talking heads on the major stations were talking about, oh, my God, LSU has an offense. And I think maybe it has a little bit something to do with the fact that LSU always ran that inept BS three yards cloud of dust that doesn't necessarily work anymore, even though you have Jarvis Landry, who's now with Cleveland, and you had you had Odell Beckham Jr. You had all these guys, my phrase, frisbee-catching dogs, and yet they had no one that ever could get the ball to him. Now maybe Joe Burrow is the one that can get him the ball. Now they have a new offense. Can they run the table and beat in Alabama? Why do you want to answer first? Hey, yeah, Burrow had eight incompletions, threw the ball 39 times. I don't care who you're playing. That's that's pretty solid completion percentage. You're going to win most of those games, yeah. 471 yeah. yards, though, but that that's what you're saying. That's Dude, a good day, wide open, they're getting 20-yard chunks at a time. So there were some, there were some, you know, close defended passes, but for the most part, these guys were wide open. Yeah, it's like Big 12 defenses leave the middle of the field wide open. And their I, one receiver had nine receptions for 163 yards and three touchdowns. He's good. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he's all right. He Justin is. Jefferson. Just, yeah. uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Whoa. he's related to the old quarterback that they had that was couldn't throw uh, the ball. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I like. Well, him let's a lot. let's let's bring up the subject. You know, we always make fun of Coach O, and we all love him, and he's a character. Did Coach O get smarter than less smiles by saying, "Hey, the only way I'm going to beat Alabama is by building up an offense." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm going to I can build up a defense. I've had, I'll always have a defense here, but can I maybe stay in this league, this SEC, by building up an offense? Here, Clemson, Clemson alert, Clemson alert, Clemson alert. <laughs> <laughs> Clemson beat Alabama running four wides with. Good, really good receivers and an able running back and a guy who could get them the ball. Aren't you smart right. to say nothing like that in the SEC, really, that they see every day anyway? Maybe an Ole Miss, but Ole Miss has no that they're deficient talent wise. Maybe that's LSU saying, I got athletes like Clemson does. Mm-hmm. Why don't we and try I, this and get, get an, like Say that again. And I can get athletes yeah. like Clemson. Get like an offensive mind. No yeah. Look at the recruiting class they're getting. All they're, they're, aren't they the number one recruiting class? Yeah, they're they're close if they're not they're, number one. Yeah, yes. they're past two, three years. So maybe and that, that was Ogeron's really first strength wherever he went was recruiting. 100%. Yep. yep. Yeah. Interim at Ole Miss, and they got a year there, and then he went to USC out in California. Had a nice run there. <laughs> Kids and families love him. Yeah. I guess you, when you don't understand what he says, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it. I was like, well, this guy's got. This is the crazy uncle I want to send my kid to. He's like a cartoon character. You, you just invite him into your house and have him entertain the kids. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, maybe he figured something out that Les Miles didn't figure out. You know? Yeah. You, know and you know how coaches get stubborn when it's like, well, I'm going to win with my way or not. And then, you know, the big games come around. They just get beat. And everyone's like, ugh. I think it's uh, just so smart. I think it's just smart to get the ball out. Get it to your athletes. If you have four or five kids that can move the ball – Get it to your athletes, so they're always in the they're always in the gun now. Where that was not an LSU thing. LSU was always under center, throwing that quick pitch behind the quarterback, and no, you know, basically one on eleven for a running back. I hated that play, but uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. We'll 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 keep our eyes we'll on keep, them because we'll keep they're you guys posted. Yeah, yeah, that's the hot team right now. You know, a lot of the beat writers and sports writers nationally were putting them as the number one team in the country right now according to the first two weeks so we shall see yep moving along i gotta i talked to a friend uh former colleague this week and he said i don't talk about south carolina enough so here's your three seconds of south carolina they put 70 spot up on a directional u congratulations to south carolina moving right along then Maryland, yeah. Maryland with a 62 burger, probably the surprise of the week. They put a 62 burger. I just like to say burger after a score. So they put a 62 burger up against Syracuse. Yikes. Yeah. There goes college game day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I've just only seen highlights, but I think Maryland might be that surprise team this year. 149 uh, uh, points in two games. Yeah. I am seeing a lot of people trending toward picking uh, the upset Maryland losing this week versus who? Temple? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. You're seeing that? Yep. Yep. And it, that oh, was like that on uh, Monday. Who, but today, Temple? These Temple. people flip over as a, as a kind of a letdown after, uh, after stomping on Syracuse like that. So keep your eye on them. I... I... That coach seems pretty legit real for Maryland. Uh, his job Loxley. you always want. Yeah. Mike Loxley, who his career record is like 3-36 and 36 as a head coach. He's fine. Before this season. But he was at New Mexico, and he was somewhere else as an interim. But he wasn't given much, much help. And then yeah. he went to Alabama to re- rejuvenate his career. And here we are. Now he's the hottest. He'll be the hottest name. And, well, Maryland's not a stepping it's stone. Like 2-0, he's the hottest name. Right now, yeah. Other than Ogeron, probably he's right there. Yeah. So, hey, congratulations, Turks. Fear the turtle. Yeah, they <laughs> ha- they have off next week, and then two weeks they play uh, Penn State at home. There's we there we're gonna separate the men from the boys. That's it. So if they can get a, they can get a win this week, they three and zero. Then they have a week off to prepare for Penn State, and then they're playing at home at Bird State Penitentiary. State penitentiary. Speaking of spa- state penitentiaries, what's out there in California by Stanford? Isn't that one of those places out there that, uh, I don't know, Folsom? Little Island. Yeah, Rikers, whatever. I don't know. Uh, Alcatraz, whatever. Oh, same thing. Same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Southern Cal puts it on Stanford, which was another little bit of a surprise in the, yeah. battles, in the battles of backup quarterbacks. The true freshman? True freshman? I believe so. I think both of them were, yeah. Lit it up. Was Jeez. awesome. I mean, we're on a roll here of talking hot names, but USC's QB. 
Oh, God, why did I forget his daggum name? There well, is Slovis. Slovis? Slovis. Yeah. Yes. Michael. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what, a, what a start to his career. He came out 45-20 win over Stanford. He, threw, threw, he completed 84%, almost 85% of his passes for 377 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. I know we don't usually go out west, become a, kind of a, a joke to the show, but this kid may be worth looking at. God, I hope not because USC. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he might save Helton's job. A lot of turmoil there but with the uh, AD. Yeah. Hanging Lance Swan. Yeah. So, who knows what's going on up there. I, I mean, was it – obviously, he played well, but did – Stanford just forget to bring all the players to the game? I mean, what happened there? What a letdown. Well, Stanford, you know, their coach is so conservative. Run the ball, run the ball. Then USC just got up ahead, and, you know, that was it. Maybe Luck's retirement means he's going to graduate school at Stanford to be the quarterback quarterback again. Maybe a quarterback coach. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. I'm tired of getting hit. Let me teach you guys how to throw the ball. Yeah. Wow. You have an offensive line here. Wow. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Shock. But yeah. keep your eye on on Southern Cal. I I think that you know a couple weeks ago I was talking about the fact that there was no one really to make a run out there out west in the Pac-12. Like, but at two and zero, they're ranked twenty yeah, fourth. Maybe they're going to make a run with this kid. Washington losing to. Cal last week, and yeah. then you know, Oregon's one and one. I it's mean, wide you know, open. It is wide typical open. Pac-12 wide open. One of the and cool, and still have Leach out there, Pullman. Go yeah. ahead and cross them off of the uh, Final Four again. You yeah. can do it right here. We we'll do, do it right here. <laughs> 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 uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll into one of these things to call them the coolest thing from week two. But one of the coolest things before I can even get into that was, it was the fact that I saw that Stanford is actually traveling to Orlando this week to play UCF. Finally, a Power 5 conference team is going to actually go and play UCF at their place. Granted, Stanford may be down this week, but that's a great regular season matchup to have yes. playing. Is Stanford going to UCF? I wish Stanford was better, but you never know. Well, let's see. Let's see if a middle middling Pac-12 Pac-12's team can play with the upper echelon of the AAC. It is. It is. You know, it's the immovable object against the you know movable, irresistible force. Irresistible force. Thank you. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that game. Yeah, I hope they get some support down there for that thing. You know, it, it's too bad. It, is it going to be a showcase game this week on TV? Hopefully, I Ho- mean, hopefully it, they deserve uh, it, it. Yeah, they. Yeah, both. Yeah, I think they. I think you're right. UCF does deserve to have that that prime time. Right. I'll be honest with you, but that bounce house, I think it holds like 46, 45, 46. They call it a bounce house because it literally bounces when the student <laughs> section starts going. It's like all metal. It's one of the weirdest, I was going to say ugliest stadiums you'll ever see, but it <laughs> no, it, it moves. It moves, and it's unreal. Uh, so it, they get good support. They truly do. And because it's 45,000, it doesn't take necessarily that much to fill it. The school has like 60,000 undergrads, so uh, it's unreal. But so it'll be packed and it'll be bumping, and you'll see the cameras moving, like shaking when you're, when you're watching it. So 
I wish, like I said, I wish Stanford was maybe two and zero going in or a little bit better. You can see that national championship sign at UCF. They, also, they do have that. They do have that. <laughs> Big stuff. I uh, I bought a UCF onesie for my son when I was down there at national championship oh, onesie. I thought, huh? I thought it was for you, for your son. Yeah, yeah. No I'll be honest. If they had adult size, I probably would have. I definitely would have taken a picture in one. Definitely. All right. I'm trying to get that image out. Let's, let's get this guy. Continue. <laughs> coolest thing from week two, one of the coolest things that we saw and we discussed earlier with, uh, off air was that Purdue uh, wore a – on their jerseys, they had a stripe that said For our, forever our captain. It was a tribute to Tyler Trent, the young student that was passed away with cancer last year but was a, was all over the TV. It was a fanta- fantastic inspiration to their team. Uh, and also that Rondell Morris is stud. Yeah, they went out and just dusted. Who could they play this week? I, it's not coming to me right yeah. now. But they destroyed them too with that. That was awesome. Yeah, it is cool that they're going to keep that as part of their jersey too. And uh, yeah. watch out for Purdue. I mean, you know, maybe they give an, an Ohio State another run this year. Or we'll see. I, I know they're not going to surprise any anybody. Yeah, I'm not going to um, surprise them anyway. No, but I still think what you're saying about the captain for life, that, that's just Vanderbilt. class on top of class. It really was. That, that's just a great move. I'll say the the older I get, the more I appreciate classy things. And that, that was a really cool thing. You know? Yeah, and, we define class. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> of course I do. We you think don't, about but it, like, like last, last year, Purdue beats, you know, it's good versus evil. Purdue beats Ohio State, Urban Meyer, evil. Okay, it's kind of like Han Solo, Darth Vader, Nick Saban, Davos Sweeney. Old you know. Darth Vader, he turned into good at the end. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know what you're getting at, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good, the cool things too is uh, I don't know if people saw it this week. It, it hit all the TV shows. It, I mean, I'm talking national news, not just the sports talk shows. Is the the shirt the kid from Florida who was bullied because he made a he had an orange shirt on and he made a like a paper ut for tennessee shirt and he was getting bullied for it well the university of tennessee picked it up and made it made it shirt exactly to the drawing and i heard yesterday on a national show that they can't keep they can't print these things fast enough there is so much love Fifty thousand of those shirts have sold this week yeah and they can't can't print them so and they're going to wear them around the University of Tennessee. This kid, I think they're welcoming him to a game. They're going to fly him up or drive him up to a game with his mom. His mom has come out and said how it's just done complete wonders for this kid. And uh, it's just a really kind of cool moving story that good can come out of uh, asshole kids being being dicks to others. So uh, c- congrats yeah. uh, to that the kid. Players, are the players going to wear this shirt? Yeah. Yeah, this week I believe they're well, wearing it. Well, that's good. Maybe they won't get bullied on the field too. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> hey, uh, this, what I say? That's <laughs> wrong, but right. Hey, this just <laughs> in though too. Uh, it's on brand. They gave the kid a scholarship. Did they really? Oh, did they really? They just gave him. They just came out not long ago. They gave him a scholarship. So I mean, it's it's cool. awesome to see cool things like that. You yeah. know, that's great. That's good stuff. It is. It's it's kind of heartwarming stuff like that. It's nice to see her once in a while. It's it's. You, you know, just kind of puts a little perspective on things. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, please, 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 please don't let it be a Rinaldi special this week. There's so no question. Yeah. He's writing it's it like right a, now. Are you God. kidding me? <laughs> Get the yeah, tissue box ready. 
<laughs> Another cool thing, not nearly as, as sentimental, but look at us getting hearts on this show. But not, yeah. another cool thing that's not nearly as sentimental that was sent around, actually Locke sent it to us this week, was Florida singing Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. I've been to a few Florida games. I've never seen that before. That's pretty cool, the whole stadium rocking out to Tom Petty. After his death, they'd started doing that. It's 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 well, one, it's a great song, but it's pretty badass. Yeah, when cool. they're all doing it, they're all singing it. They're all eighty thousand yeah. singing. Tom Petty is pretty. They cool. they all that's have his, the hometown. You know, yeah, the lights. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's not like being great to a kid, cool, but it's that's uh-huh. still pretty cool in honor of a local local guy yeah, who loved the Gators. Fun. You know, he was a Gator fan, so you know, really. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we love his. Yeah, everyone loves Tom Petty music. I mean, have you ever heard anyone say, "Yeah, Tom Petty kind of sucks"? I, I've never heard that in my life. Just Ry Ry, just Ry Ry says that. Yeah, right, yeah, that's true. He, you know, well, <laughs> that, and, that states the obvious. And finally, yes, <laughs> we got these damn. I, know, I love it. I hate it. These oh, damn you know, turnover piece. things. These things that that turned into the turnover things. There's I don't, we don't even know anymore. But the Akron Zips come out with a five foot pencil. The turnover <laughs> pencil. Pencil dick. Uh, what? I mean, sorry. Talk about. I, it. Talk I about got it. it. Okay. Oh, I update on this. Okay. Right before oh, you came on. I just read the whole story on it. It just came out on ESPN. The thing's 44 inches long. Oh and get this, okay? That's what she said. It's, oh. it's, it's almost four foot, for those that don't know, inches and feet. This thing <laughs> is an actual... This is an actual pencil, guys. It you writes? You write with it. <laughs> oh, they had it made God. for 50 bucks. Someone made it. So when you get the... It's the takeaway pencil, not turnover pencil. And when you get it, they give you a Sharpie. You get to sign it. Whoever has the most signatures at the end of the year gets to take it home, and I don't know what the hell he do with it. And burn it. Yeah, it reminds me of like those over oversized checks that people get, yeah. like when they win yeah. things. Like, what are you gonna do? Or write them. They write those big checks with this big ass pencil. You know? Yeah. Like, no like one Happy Gilmore, take, Happy Gilmore takes it to the bank and tries to cash it. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Uh, yeah, the the DB who got the turnover pencil this week. Uh, yeah, can I turn my check-in? Uh, this is against NCAA rules, sir. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you, did you see him when he got it? He about poked his teammate's eye out with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's, like, yeah. swinging like it around. That. You know it is. It was wonderful. Singular. Is that a, pen, that a pencil in your pocket? You're just happy to see it. It's the takeaway pencil. <laughs> okay. It's 44 inches long. Yeah, right. I've seen movies that start that true way. What they say about you? It's true. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. So bad, but so good. Just like Rai Rai giving us this oh, yeah, week's like number two. This <laughs> week's boo of the week coming to you right now. We'll be back on the other side to discuss it. Unlike last week where we didn't discuss a thing because JJ went off on sleeping with women and drugs and alcohol at Liberty. I was talking about my years at Liberty University, which were outstanding.
choose me? I love it. Uh, you can put me on record with that. You want to go steady? And welcome to another riveting edition of my Boo of the Week, hosted by the good folks at Choppin' Beef. I still haven't met Chop, he was a no-show at the holiday party, and sponsored by Don Ross Baseball Cards. For this week's Boo, we head down to Kansas City, Missouri, one of JJ's eight hometowns. My Boo of the Week is Kansas City Chiefs receiver and Clemson University product Sammy Watkins. Sammy had nine catches for 198 yards and three touchdowns in the Chiefs' season-opening win over Jacksonville, which apparently still has an NFL team. A Hall of Fame boo, Sammy slid into our hearts eight years ago during his dazzling freshman season in orange and white. The most dynamic offensive player in Clemson history and the best Tigers receiver in school history was a force immediately. Remember the game at Maryland his freshman year? Tigers down 18 in the second half, and Sammy single-handedly bringing them back with three scores and 345 all-purpose yards? Or how about the way he went out as a Tiger? 16 catches, 227 yards, and two scores in an Orange Bowl win over Ohio State. So, woo. Sammy also came to Dabo's defense recently in a weird, is this really a story, Sports Illustrated piece about Christianity inside Clemson football. Quote, Dabo is not smashing Christianity in anyone's face. He's just trying to help us be better men. He's not saying you've got to be Christian. He wants you to be a good person, a good man. Unquote. Sammy Watkins, my boo of the week. This week's Boo of the Week was Sammy Watkins, former Clemson wide receiver. Awfully bold statement saying best receiver ever at Clemson. Uh, It doesn't matter what he did. Where is he at now? If you knew Rai Rai before, he's awful protective of his boos. And probably the original boo before we came into the boo of the week on the Chopping Beef Show was probably Sammy Watkins. Uh, this guy will back Sammy Watkins to no end. But he is a member of JJ's Kansas City Chiefs, and he was fantastic this week, no question. So, yes, sir. Yes, he was. 180-some-odd yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. He's the boo. His first catch was 56 yards. like, God, this has been phenomenal. I didn't watch a play. I'm biting my tongue. And, and that's our pro report this week. <laughs> he said, I'm biting my tongue. It's great. We got, I mean, to peek behind the curtain here, we have a text chain going constantly. And 
There's a constant battle, and I believe this was a little jab at us and to uh, to others that may or may not listen about his his boo this week was definitely about uh, throwing jabs back at us and our email text chain. That's yeah. fine. It yeah, is. I think I think Sammy probably leads the uh, all of his boos in uh, arrests while uh, being at Clemson. Do you think allegedly? Allegedly, uh, okay. He did most fraternity suits, mate, man. I'll stop now. Was it? <laughs> was the direct quote? Nah, we done smoked it. <laughs> was that the direct quote? <laughs> I think so. Right? Was that him what? or was that Dwayne Coleman? That was somebody back in the Clemson day. Clemson lore. Yeah. Where, where's the weed? Do you have any weed in there? Nah, we done smoked it. Oh, I love him. You can't love That's him. You can't not love him. what a college kid does. Speaking of what college kids do, we're going to move on to Locks Picks of the Week. Because college kids bet. Money, money, money. Let's go. This is your money. area of the show. We're going to open up this week. Yeah. What was your record last week? Were you another 4-1? and one? I, No. No, I was 3-0 and oh, heading into uh, the two night games, which were uh, – the savages at the University of North Carolina that I am done with all season. Yeah. Not going to come near them. They are two and zero. Please recall that last year for two and that's all they won was two games. <laughs> and this year they off two and zero. Yeah, they're already talking about beating Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Getting off of them, and then I also uh, I had Stanford, and they got demolished. Like we talked about earlier. So what you're saying is you're three and two. Three right. and two. Yeah. Okay. Three and two. You're winning. Three and two plus four and one. Yep. Yeah, well, you, were, you were five and one last week. Five and one. Oh, you're, you're beating correct. the guys at ESPN. You're eight and three. And five. Eight, eight and three. Not a bad deal. Not a bad no, deal. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't get the calculator out fast enough, but I'm doing it. Right. Seventy-three percent. I was told to be the math. Seventy-three percent. Right. Still. Right. You need a nine hundred number. Do they still have those? <laughs> it's just a tape thing. Like, I, I just I go, oh, here's your free ticket week. It's like yeah. Sultan. Yeah. Or, you know. All right. Well, moving on. We're going, we're going out. That's how we're going to get rich. Yeah. With just Locks being the only picker. It's not the show. That's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Locks picks of the week. You're going to go out to Columbia, South Carolina. Alabama, the number two ranked team in the country. That's weird to say. Is 25 and a half point favorites at South Carolina, who put a 70 burger up last week against Directional U, and now they're all of a sudden back. What do you see here? What do you think? They're back, not so fast, my friend. As my least Ooh. favorite, as my least favorite uh, college game day personality. Probably says. person, yeah. Person, yeah. Um, okay. You hate old people. Only real stat that I could find worth a crap on this was in 2010, uh, the last time that Alabama played at South Carolina. And guess what happened? South Carolina beat them. And I guarantee you they're still hanging their hat on that one because that's what South Carolina fans do. Alabama will cover this with no problem, people. Don't worry. It's, it's going to be a murderous occasion right here, Okay. Take Alabama and the points all day long. Oh, they're definitely hanging their hats on that. And double shout-out to Rich Valentine, who the whole family went up to that game and had to drive back to yeah. Jacksonville afterwards and broke down. Ooh. Car broke down. Something else happened. Like, it was the worst yeah. trip ever, and Alabama yeah. lost, too. Ouch. Moving on to the big, big, big ten. 
Big 12, Big 10, Big 12 matchup. Iowa at Iowa State, in-state rivals. Interesting game. What do you think? Oh, well, Iowa's minus two. Excuse me. The line moved. Iowa's minus two. Iowa is minus two on this one at Iowa State. Uh, college game day, uh, if that's telling you something, because this is the only uh, what ranked versus ranked game of this week, huh? I think. Yeah, I messed up on our sheet, so I think you're right. I think it. So, a little rough here. Uh, I'm picking because game day. It's it's a close. It's, it might as well be a pick em game. Uh, I like Iowa in this one. Um, believe it or not, Iowa State with a bye week at week two. I mean, how bad is that stink for your schedule? It, you normally like the bye week, you know, middle, toward the end, get a little rest for everybody that's hurt, whatever. Week two. But they had to get ready for this in-state rivalry game. So, I guess. I, you know, yeah. I, I, don't forget week one, Iowa State played uh, – Northern directional Iowa, uh, and law and almost lost the game in three overtimes. They did pull out the victory, but they didn't look too hot in it. So hopefully they had a lot of practice to keep this thing close, but it is at Iowa state, but I got Iowa taking it home and they'll, they'll cover the two point spread. Iowa covering the two point spread. Wow. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll go to the sec. Cause you are an sec Homer. And I am. Florida at Kentucky, Florida's eight and a half point favorites. Yes. Interesting line. 2 and 0 versus 2 and 0. 2 and 0 versus 2 and 0, but little little problem at Kentucky quarterback Terry Wilson torn patellar tendon last week. Uh that hurts their chances. So you're saying sure. he's not going to play? No, I don't think he's going to make it out there in crutches. Now they they do have a backup with some experience. I think he was a transfer from I believe Troy if I'm if I'm not wrong. I don't know. I might be wrong. Whatever. Either way, uh, he's still not going to be the starting quarterback. Not going to be familiar enough with the offense. I don't care if they're home in front of the 58,000 at Kentucky that probably don't even really care because this isn't a basketball game. Uh, (laughs) Or a horse race. (laughs) Or a horse race. Very good. Uh, But uh, do remember that Kentucky did finally end the streak, and they did beat uh, Florida last year in the swamp. But I don't see it happening this year. Believe it or not, our boy Felipe Franks is trending upward just a little bit here. I look for him to come out and have a decent game in comp. He's he's gonna they're gonna come with a victory here. They're gonna probably win by ten points. They'll cover that eight and a half point spread. I got Florida. Sawyer Smith is the quarterback there at Kentucky, and the the story goes Alabama. They Kentucky actually stole Sawyer Smith from Alabama for baseball. Ooh. He was a baseball player. But he did go to Troy to be, be a quarterback, and then he transferred over to University of Kentucky. So they got some high hopes for him coming in this week. And trial by fire, face uh, a pseudo good SEC team. We're still not really sure if they're any good. But you got Florida there. That's what you said, right? Because I wasn't paying yeah. attention. I, I picked Florida. Thanks for tuning in. You got it. Uh, Jeff fell asleep, but we're going to go to the other It's like – Florida, Kentucky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you look at all these games. There's nothing to pick. There is week. nothing. Uh, the slate. Uh, we thought slate. week two was bad. We thought week one and two were bad. Week three is god awful, especially <laughs> that Syracuse lost. And it was, During this game, I want to watch a Holocaust documentary. Feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Bless. Well, it is warm at the Carrier Dome, surprisingly, even though it's Carrier, which is an air conditioning HVAC company. Apparently, there's no air conditioning still, but they're working on that. It'll be ready by 2023. Clemson travels to Syracuse, number one ranked Clemson, 27.5 point favorites against Syracuse. Before the season, we thought maybe it would be a game. Now, do we think it's going to be a game? Is it a trap? What do you see, Box? No trap. No trap here. This is a Clemson team. They're, they're just going to have to go away from the home team, from the home crowd. That's all. They will keep on rolling here. Uh, I like them. I like them big in this game, but not 27 and a half points big. I don't think they're going to cover it. And it's only just because it's an away game. Syracuse can still score. Um, I see Clemson probably somewhere in the mid 40s in here. Um, Syracuse is averaging 22 points a game. It's it's probably going to be close, but I don't think they're going to cover 27 and a half here. So I'm going to take uh, Syracuse in the points, but Clemson's going to win the game for sure. They'll they'll dominate them. I saw a couple highlights. They were definitely moving the ball. I don't know what happened, if it was turnovers or what against Maryland, but it seemed like they couldn't stop anybody, but they were still scoring occasionally. So 62-20 or whatever the score was. Uh, And finally, we're going to go out west. Oklahoma, 23.5-point favorites with my Heisman hopeful, Jalen Hurts, at UCLA. Buddy, this this right here, this is the lock of all three weeks so far this season. 23.5 versus 0-2 UCLA. 0-2 UCLA that has seven turnovers through two games. Uh, Chip Kelly is not Won't get a high back. school job after this. Yeah, I mean, he is not getting anybody to buy in. Uh, this is a fiasco out there uh, what a what a mess so oklahoma is going to go out there and stomp a mud hole in ucla and we are going to be talking about next week's overreaction is going to be jalen hurst for heisman it's <laughs> right around <laughs> you watch find someone he's new up, he's gonna put up some numbers we'll again find someone point. new They'll, someone will jump off the page at us this week puka puka yeah where <laughs> is he he needs to call oh. me he needs to return my text they are only allowed one call a day. And my oh, DMs. <laughs> Oklahoma, baby. Oklahoma, Oklahoma covering. So we got locks picked Alabama minus 25 and a half. Iowa minus two at Iowa State. Florida minus eight and a half covering that. That's a big over touchdown spread. He's got Syracuse covering the 27 and a half points. And then Oklahoma as the lock of the week. 23 and a half point favorites on the road to UCLA. Boom. Got good, four roadies there. Good picks. You keep, a lot of roadies. You keep track of them because I certainly don't. Drive don't drive with a roadie. A couple interesting I'll let stories. I'll let I know you will. A couple interesting stories before we get into week three games a little bit and then close it out for the week. Uh, I was sent over a story earlier today saying that LSU, or earlier this week, I guess, LSU, a lot, the thing that's going on, the hot thing right now is is college football needs more money, apparently where these schools do. So they are, some schools are allowing alcohol sales. Well, LSU came out the other day and sold 27,235 beers at their home opener. (laughs) At their home opener. One game, 27,000 beers. That's a quarter of their stadium. Yeah. If you put a beer in each seat. <laughs> yeah, but so that's that's not really that's not good sales. You only sell a quarter of the stadium in beer. They have kids. No, what? And well, yeah, the kids in the bayou you're, are probably. You're in Louisiana. Buying. Yeah. 
is it still 18 to drink there? They're tanks when they walk in. That's true. They do yeah. party beforehand. But at $8 a beer, it's almost $220,000 in revenue. <laughs> net. Net. <laughs> net revenue for one game. Why? That'll, that'll give them a DB for next year. Oh. Some interesting stats too. Ohio State made one point two three one point two three million dollars in revenue over seven games with this alcohol sales. Texas <laughs> Texas kind of took the reins initially, and I, I wish I got their stats. I should have done it, but holy crap! How is everyone not going to do this? They are in a couple of years. They're going to find a way. It, it's too much money. It's way too much money to leave on the table. I read something that uh, Georgia does it but only in the section of donors that have donated at least ten thousand dollars so so our seats will get it it next year it seems worth it to me (laughs) crazy it seems worth it ten thousand for an eight dollar beer (laughs) well i went last year i went to boston college for the bc clemson game and brought the family and I, I was like, yeah, let me go get a beer. The line, they had like four beer stands in the whole stadium. The line was out the door. The kids that were there, and I was in mostly a, a BC student section, were shit-faced. <laughs> shit-faced, like falling on us and stuff. It was awesome. What's I was like, problem? man, I wish. And then there were people older than me, and maybe not quite as old as JJ, but uh, that were falling and slurring their words on us. You're watching BC That's... football. It was, but Why the line, that... I was like, how did you sit? You missed a quarter if you stood on line. Like I'm sure LSU had it worked out. I'm sure Ohio State has it worked out. But yeah. if you're going to, to drink, you had no problem getting a beer. But if you were going to, like my boy Galgan, his brother stood in line for, I, I swear he was in line for 40 minutes waiting oh. for a, a beer. Plus they had like two beer mi- maximum and. Right, something else, and they were like thirty-seven dollars a beer because it was Boston. But it was a nightmare. I ended up not getting one. I was I was going to buy one for my brother of all people. Ended up not getting one because it was just like I don't want to miss the game. But we'll see. Beef, uh, do, do you remember the two thousand sixteen national championship? I did. You bought me a beer, and then I kicked it over, <laughs> and we cried and because it was so sad because it was eight dollars. <laughs> it was probably more than eight, but yeah, I think it was eleven. What? It was 11, all, it was 11. I mean, I I know I've experienced it, but you should talk, should talk about Clemson's in and out policy. Yeah, yeah. It's apparently the only stadium. You know, how much revenue do you think is in the parking lot during yeah. during that uh, time? No question. We we went to the first week. Uh, nine dudes went, and we went out at halftime, drank about thirty five more beers. Locks <laughs> doesn't remember being there, but he was. In, in body uh and came you know came some came back in some stayed out there and drank more beers so that's where you miss out a little bit is sometimes you stay out and continue to, to party but uh it was yeah the the return you can return and then you come back as long as you have a ticket but really they don't check your ticket when you come back in they don't care after halftime you just come in you know right stagger it. you stagger in stagger back in i mean literally oh. stagger and then it's a lot of stairs when you're drunk. And then there's beam apple. And they're, this, they're, they're like an inch thick, so like you, <laughs> yeah. you trip over yourself. I have scars on my knees from just like missing. <laughs> That's not the only reason. 
<laughs> this this year though there was there was bottles so i'm walking into the stadium and I, all of a sudden like someone's feeling my butt and i'm like what the hell's going on well a jack daniels bottle was getting put in my back pocket oh uh, good good the jack daniels minis are ones that they don't set off the uh, <laughs> the metal detector plastic cap yeah they're that's, made of plastic that's why that's what our friendly liquor store attendant told us it's a plastic top Oh, right, right. which is why okay. Daddy couldn't get any tequila. You know, we yep. had to get Jack Daniels. Metal tops. I, I don't see where there's an issue. There isn't. You would have loved to sit in with our boy Gordon and and Locks there at the game because they they didn't find any issue with any of the Jack Daniels and splash of Coke. It was a it was a JJ pour. It was a JJ pour in a 32 ounce cup. What's that mean? A lot of alcohol. And oh, wow. walk, open up a Coke can and walk it by the Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's called delicious. Within vicinity, like within 30, 40 feet. Just it's open like, it up. What's that noise? That What's that noise? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't cheers tonight, but I, I don't have a beer, so it's fine. I, I have water. Yeah, me too. We're boring tonight. Finally, yeah. the last story. Speaking of crybaby bitches, Nick, <laughs> Nick Saban was... Complaining oh, this week about an eleven o'clock in the morning game. What's that you? He should be used to hell. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Saving. Not today, Saban. Yeah, I don't have much to say on it. I mean, it, he gets what he wants. So when he complains, he's going to get change. And I, I did like that Gus Malzahn at Auburn said something like, oh, I love noon games. They're great. They give us more time to rest between weeks. So it was kind of a jab at Saban. So. Don't these kids practice during the summer? Yeah. Thank and you. And it's hotter than hell. And yeah. so now he wants to bitch about it at 11 o'clock. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Something I, I did see this week, too, real quick, regarding Alabama, is to get the kids to stay in the stadium. They actually – have something that they register their phones on where they gain points for every quarter that they actually stay in the game while the game is <laughs> off. Are you serious? I swear to God, it's like rewards points. So if they make it through a full game in the stadium, it somehow tags their phone and they, they acquire these points. And then at the end of the year, then these points add up and they can, I don't know, get whatever. But well, it's sad. I mean, that's sad. Yeah. You know, you know they're in Alabama, so they're probably going to the library to yeah. study. Yeah, and you know they, they want to. Get, I heard know. their library burnt down, but they were able to salvage the coloring books. That was Auburn, sir. But you're right. Oh uh, well, good. That story was Auburn. Week three. The slate of games for week three, I did the top 25 for us to just look at just to see how awful the games are. And just a quick rundown, and, and I even did a, I had a mistake because I can't read a calendar. So I thought the only ranked game was Michigan at Wisconsin, but that's next week. Yeah, so it's even, it's even more boring. But listen to this lineup, and then we'll talk about it. Clemson at Syracuse. Thought it could have been a game, but not anymore. Alabama out south at South Carolina. I can't speak. Georgia versus Arkansas State. <coughs> LSU versus Northwestern State. Uh, we right. talked about Oklahoma at UCLA. Ohio State at Indiana. Notre Dame versus New Mexico. Auburn, they Kansas State. Cover this, Brad. Uh, Florida at Kentucky might be the best game of the day. 
Oh, yeah. Utah and Idaho State. This is a top 25 now. Texas and Rice. Pitt and Penn State. Uh, Oregon and versus Montana. A&M versus Lamar. I thought What's he up? was... I thought he was the gay javelin thrower in Revenge of the Nerds. Wow. What's uh, a Northwestern State? Maybe he want maybe he wants the the takeover pencil. It's in Louisiana, Northwestern State. <laughs> I've been telling you that in the name. Uh, that's fantastic. UCF Stanford has the, maybe the makings of the best game of the weekend. I don't know. Michigan State, Arizona State, a Big Ten, Pac-12 game. I don't think that's a bad game. It doesn't it's look not- like it. It'll be a noon. No, it'll be Arizona State. So it'll be 9 o'clock. Locks ain't looking that time. Who gives a shit? Dead. What? Who gives a shit? Herb Edwards, the, the shine is worn off of him. It, it, uh. Don't hit sand. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State, we talked about that. Washington State, the Pirate. Versus Houston, that could be a decent game. Take the over. That's Friday. That's Friday, and that will be a decent. That will game. be, but that's Friday. You're right. It is Friday. Uh, Boy, Boise State, Portland State, Washington versus Hawaii, USC, BYU. Can BYU beat Southern Cal and Virginia, Florida State? I mean, you know what? I'm excited. And guess who? Guess who has the day off? Like of all weeks. I might as well. Yeah, I might yeah, as well week. Uh, I might as well work this week. I'm going to the tractor pull. Are you? For real? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm where's, going to the tractor. Where's that in Ruskin? How'd you Gibsonton? Yeah, Gibtown. They're gonna pull carnies behind the tractor. That is fantastic. <laughs> you know they need carnies. More of them there. They, you cannot get more carnies in one location. It was funny. I was driving on the road the other. Uh, well, it was over the summer. I was probably right around Labor Day, but I was driving. And um, wow, I started the music too early, but I was driving and I saw a, a like one of those fair kind of vehicles, and it said Gibsonton, Florida. It's called a white van without windows. Anyway, yeah. What else you got this week? Uh, nothing. I don't even know where the hell you were going with that. Oh, I just saw it. I, I don't know. I was going nowhere, literally, like nowhere, like like our like lives. this show, like this show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got two two minutes and thirty seconds to close this thing. Oh, you know, that's my usual time. It was relatively painless tonight, to be honest with you. It looks like the it was it was organized. Yeah, it was a little organized. People what all talk. Um, it looks like. Uh, Initially, that there's not going to be technical difficulties, but come on. Come we did have to break our hands. You know, it might happen. We don't know. There was no beers. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that might that. be. That yeah, we talked. Up, we talked about the sale of beer, but we didn't have beer tonight. Next week, let's make it. Uh, make it about. Let's beer. get bombed. Yeah, we can do that. We do get back to the old place. We do call it the debauchery <laughs> show. Get crushed. That one know? week you were crushed last year was fantastic. That was great. That was our highest rated show. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look how drunk this guy is. Oh, I was. Yeah, I was feeling no pain. That was awesome. That was awesome. I call it Whitehall. It's a disease I got. <laughs> well, new, here's to new futures going forward. Here's to the week, week three. Yeah. College I'm football. Pumped. I'm excited about it. Week three. Oh, finally, we got a minute. Who are we picking in the pro football 
Chop and Beef Show, Survivor Pool. Who you got? Oh, I got more. San Francisco. Ravens. All right, well. You, you got to stay with the kind of the ant teams. San Francisco's very ant. Yeah, I know, but you can't. then you can't pick the Ravens later. That's one. There's only about three teams that are favored nice this week. Oh, well, you can go with the Patriots. They're favored by 19. Then we can't pick them. I know. We can't pick them. So. That's what I'm saying. Take San Fran. I think San Francisco or the Ravens it is. We'll po- keep you posted for next week. Make it a poll. Yeah. We'll, we'll we make either, it a poll. On, you can do that, JJ. We Ford. either shoot our wad, but that's okay. Thanks okay. so much for listening to us. We'll see you next week. Say goodnight, well, JJ. Pick whoever plays the Dolphins. Say goodnight, JJ. Goodnight, JJ. Goodnight, JJ. Goodnight, JJ.